In our first reading from Acts, we hear the beginning of Peter's first public proclamation of the good news about Jesus, telling the gathered people that God raised Jesus from death, thus fulfilling the messianic prophecies about the promised descendant of David. Today's reading tries to describe a time before the earliest Christians realized that God was calling them to embrace all people. At this stage, they were the first few Jews to have caught on to the messianic identity of Jesus, and their goal was to convince other Jews of what they had realized. In the second reading, Peter exhorts the early church made up of Hebrew and pagan converts to place their faith and hope in God who has saved them through the precious blood of his son and who has raised Jesus from the dead. Peter repeats the assertion made in Acts that Jesus's death and resurrection were part of God's plan from all eternity. Hence, Jesus's sufferings and subsequent glorification by God should serve to center the Christian's faith and hope in God, who has accepted those sufferings as an act of redemption for all mankind. From this reassuring truth, Christians should sense God's providence, both in their own current situations and in the whole of their lives, and should understand the place of their present struggles in a wider context. The root of our faith must be the resurrection of Jesus. And Peter argues that it is essential for everyone in the Christian community to experience the risen Jesus alive and present in everyday life. In the gospel, Luke's Emmaus story teaches us that Jesus' death and resurrection fit God's purpose as revealed in the scriptures. The risen Jesus is present in the word of God and especially in the breaking of the bread. Suffering was necessary for the Messiah to enter into his glory and we have a risen savior, one who personally walks with us in our daily paths, talks with us through his word and with whom we can talk through prayer. He is the one who opens our minds to understand and respond to his word. Jesus is with us, is concerned about us, and provides for us regardless of what life may bring. Further, the Father, at Jesus' request, has given us the Holy Spirit so that we may teach others about him. Let us, therefore, with the perception of his presence, walk with Jesus, talk with him, depend on him, worship him, and tell others about him. Our life messages in scripture this week. First, Jesus meets us on our Emmaus road. The risen Lord meets us on the road to our Emmaus, both in the ordinary experiences of our life and in the places to which we retreat when life is too much for us. We too have hopes and dreams about better health, healing, financial security, and family relationships. These hopes and dreams often shatter. 
The story promises us, however, that Jesus will come to us in unfamiliar guises to support and strengthen us when we least expect our risen Lord. Emmaus moments come to us when we meet the risen Christ on our life's journey through tough times. Second, the road to Emmaus is a road of companionship. Jesus, now freed from the space-time limits of his earthly life, is present in our midst and wants to be our friend. The risen Lord desires that we walk with him and with one another. When you pass through waters, I will be with you. Through rivers, you shall not be swept away. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, nor will flames consume you. He wants to join us in our travels of life. I am the friend of all who fear you, of all who observe your precepts. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Third, we meet Jesus daily in our lives journey. The church instructs us to hear Jesus on a daily basis through our faithful reading of and meditation on the scriptures, through our participation in the Eucharistic celebration at which we receive Jesus as our spiritual food and drink, through our personal and family prayers and through our family meals. We renew our relationship with Jesus through prayer. All these meetings prepare and enable us to encounter the risen Jesus living in all people we meet and to do him humble, loving, and selfless service in each of them. Four, we need to find Jesus in the breaking of the bread. In the gospel story for today, we learn that Christ is in the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist. When we approach the altar to receive the sacrament, we see and receive Christ. In John, Jesus says, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. The Eucharist is true soul food the bread of life for eternity. It feeds us and fulfills our spiritual needs. It is a pity that often we don't realize what is happening during the celebration of the Holy Eucharist, the sacred banquet of all believers. In this meal, we are in communion not only with Jesus, but also with our family and friends who have preceded us in death. The Eucharist is not simply bread and wine for today. It is a banquet for all eternity. My brothers and sisters, Emmaus is a place of conversion, of broken people healed by the broken word and the broken bread. Wounded hearts have become burning hearts. Disfigured dreams are transfigured and death is recognized as the way to invincible life. But Emmaus is not the place to stay. Week after week, we gather to hear the word and the breaking of bread. 
to share in the story and the hospitality that Jesus offered the Emmaus disciples to continue our journey of faith. The climax of the story does not happen in the house, but in the mission that takes the disciples with burning hearts back onto the road. Emmaus challenges us to walk through our daily lives in the company of Christ, to share the good news of hope with those who face suffering and hopelessness, the story of a God who will not abandon us. Some thoughts to ponder this next week. Does my heart burn when hearing the word and receiving the bread? Who are my discipleship companions? How do I feel called to share the good news of the resurrection as the Emmaus disciples? God bless.